Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and our Wonder Woman in Business forecast gives a voice to the woman who has a story that is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories with the world so that in their shining, they give permission to others to shine. Today's guest is Tony Cortez, and I know Tony very well. She is the founder of Force Nine Leadership Coaching, an amazing organization which she started after uh, heading in a direction that she just could not stop moving toward. So, uh, welcome, Tony. It is so exciting to have you here to be our Wonder Woman in Business, having this conversation today. I'm going to go right ahead and just turn the microphone over to you. And the first question that I ask that you share with us is just to tell us about yourself. Tell us about your education, your background, uh, what you're doing now so that our listeners can get to know who you are. Well, thank you, Natalie, for that awesome introduction. Um, hearing Tony Cortese and the word Wonder Woman attached to it is uh, <laughs> pretty new to me, but uh, pretty awesome. Thank you. Um, so uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, um, still here by choice. Um, I went to school here and I went to college um, upstate New York in Binghamton. And um, after that, I went to work for U.S. Customs. Um, I was uh, majored in international um, relations and French, and I also speak Italian, so I wanted to do something with that. Um, uh, long story, but uh, I had a boss who um, we got, a, I'm, I'm going to age myself here, but um, we got these big boxes in the mail and they were, um, it was actually a PC and we, we didn't know what it was. And he basically gave me a textbook and said, you know, the user guide and said, you're the college graduate, you figure it out. So anyway, I wound up, you know, loading DOS with two floppy disks and reading the book back, you know, end to end and um, loved it. I was completely wowed by what it did. Um, I wound up automating the office. Um, eventually, I got to be a, um, a business analyst for a global. Um, uh, it was a, a global initiative to clear goods before they hit the, um, the ports. And uh, so I traveled all over. It was an amazing job until I had kids. And then it was like, you know, too much travel. Um, so uh, one of my clients, so I left and I started my own business. Um, and you'll hear that happening again a little later. I started my own business and I was just teaching computers. Um, still very, very new. And one of my clients was Barclays. Um, and that was my first foray into uh, Wall Street, which I spent the next 25 years in. Um, I, so I was in technology for most of my time at Barclays and I managed uh, small teams and then grew to very, very large global teams. Um, and, um, and then uh, I was about six years before I left, I uh, was asked to join a, a corporate strategy team. Uh, which I loved. I uh, loved that job. I was very different. And um, one of the things I, one of the things I love, which you'll learn about me, I might as well mention here, is that I love learning, uh, and that's why I like big companies. It was great working because there was always someplace new and new. You know, I, I liked jumping around to different jobs and just learning new things from different people. Um, 
So um, in this strategy job, I found myself gravitating to people projects. And um, the regulators at the time were asking banks to make sure they had initiatives in place where people would raise issues. Uh, they felt comfortable raising issues. And so I created this program uh, with, with a, a partner of mine, um, which basically uh, we had open door to anybody can come talk to us with anything, um, be confidential to the extent possible. And it was kind of build it off the side of my desk. Yeah, see it if anybody comes, you know, and it was remarkably successful. And so I found myself in this position where people, you know, I had all these appointments all day long, people coming to talk to me and it became my full-time job. Basically, I was an internal coach. I had been coached in 2008 during the credit crisis and it was absolutely changed my life. And so here I am now, fast forward, you know, easily 10 years later, and I find myself, all these people coming to talk to me. So I was like, I need to help these people in the best, you know, best way possible. So I started buying coaching books and started applying some of the tools. And I'm like, oh my God, this is magical. Like, this is my lane. This is so my lane. I, I need to do this. I have to do this. Um, so I, I went and I got my certifications uh, and... Um, I believe, I, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, when I got my final certification and when uh, uh, it happened to be the same month that I hit 25 years of Barclays and my last child's tuition was being paid, uh, you know, the last tuition payment. And I said, all right, that's a sign. Uh, it's time for me to start my own business. So um, yeah, I've been doing this uh, leadership coaching. Uh, it's the best job in the world. I get to help people all day long and um yeah, I, I feel completely blessed. Wow. I had no idea that was the path that you took. What an incredible story. And you are like, so uh, you're self-made. I mean, you picked up books and found a way to learn. Um, I love it. I am. A, I love learning myself. Uh, but you certainly show us how you can put your passions into play and you just, you know, you created your own uh, internal consulting uh, business while working. Um, yeah. A great way to test drive your passion. That's yeah. so great. So hmm, what's been or who can you point to as an inspirational mentor? Because you're certainly self-motivated. We, we see that clearly and hear your story of how you, you know, navigated your way through. But behind all of that, who can you identify as your best inspirational mentor? That's a really hard question for me. Um, I'm not the type of person that, you know, sees one person and says, I want to be that. I will see something about a person I want to learn about, right? So, uh, so with that said, I've had so many great mentors. You know, there's, uh, you know, I'm in a meeting and I watch someone take a really difficult issue and being, you know, and taking their view and being able to influence other people in the room. Like, oh man, how do you do that? You know, so go out and learn how to do that by either, you know, asking. I, I I've never been shy 
uh, well, when I was young, maybe I was shy, but um, certainly in business, you've you've got to speak up, right? So no matter what level you are, feel free to get on someone's calendar who's more senior and say, I saw you, I saw you in this meeting and I, I was really impressed by how you did that. Can you teach me, right? And um, so I did that in a, for a few different um, a few different people with a few different people, but can I tell you a bizarre uh, a role model for me, which is absolutely a bit bizarre, a little bit out there. But when I was growing up, and I think Natalie, you might remember this, there was a show called the Mary Tyler Moore Show, and I grew up in a super strict Italian family. I mean, I wasn't even allowed to really go to college. I mean, it was very strict, you know. I had to make my brother's bed in the morning, you know, it was like very, you know, a a girl's role was very traditional, so to speak. Although my parents always enforced doing well in school. They they were good with that. But anyway, um, so I had no no one around me. All the women I saw around me were, you know, stay-at-home moms, which certainly madly important and um, grateful for that. But um, the first woman I saw work out of the home was Mary Tyler Moore, the Mary Tyler Moore show. She, um, and the cool thing about it was like, she, she worked in, uh, she was a journalist and she, she worked in an office where she wasn't an admin, not that there's anything wrong with admins, but she was equal with another guy with Murray. Like yes, they yes. sat at the same <laughs> desk, you know, like both right near each other and they typed up, uh, you know, copy. Uh, so I was like, wow. And then the fact that she lived on her own, she wasn't married and she had her own apartment was like, cha-ching for me, man, that was one of my goals. <laughs> um, you know, many girls dreamt of getting married and played bride. I never did. I was never that person uh, for better or for worse, but um, I wanted to, I wanted to be independent. You know, I wanted to be really independent always. Well, you've certainly done that. And I, I definitely remember the Mary Tyler Moore show. And it was one of our favorites, um, down to the theme song. So I yeah, get it. Right. I get it. Um, yeah. And that closet she had, I don't know if you missed that both <laughs> clothes and the closet she had. Yeah, I th- you know, but it took a lot for you to really continue to aspire to that, uh, despite yeah. the restraints and the limitations on what was made available to you. So, you know, kudos to you for pressing forward and saying, I'm with Mary. (laughs) I love that. Mary, I like that. I'm with Mary. So Tony, what's your proudest professional accomplishment? Oh, this is a little embarrassing. Our our listeners should see your face. (laughs) I, you know, I should say the career transition. Mm. Um, but yes. as, a, as a coach, I never I disallow my clients to use the word should. Um, what immediately came to mind was um, another, uh, like a movie reference. But um, when I got my first office, when I had my own office, I yes. don't know, I felt like I made it. Um, it had nothing to do with salary. It had nothing to do with my title. You know, it, it was about, oh, my God, I have my own office. And um working uh working girl is that the name of the movie with uh working girl right yes, yes. yeah with uh, melanie griffith and uh harrison ford 
there's that scene at the end of the movie. She's this girl from Staten Island and, and she kind of, you know, I, I'm in Brooklyn, but we both, you know, kind of came from like blue collar backgrounds. And um, now you're in a, an environment of professionals and, um, you know, she went from being, you know, you know, kind of a, an admin to having her own office and that there's a scene where she's just sitting in her office and the last scene. And I'm like, you know, in, in the city, New York city. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I want. And I, so for me, that was the big moment for me. That, that was the thing that really resonated for me. You know? Well, I think too, it, you know, sort of symbolic of this is mine. This is based mm-hmm. on my achievement. And I, I've been, you know, given an opportunity to have this space um, yeah. When we don't have that all along, we, you know, we take it for granted that it's not a big deal, but it's a big yeah. deal. Um, and I'm what, glad. Like, like titles or promotions. Yeah, they were great, but they didn't really hit me hard. Like, like getting my own office. I don't know. Kudos to you. Um, what's been your biggest challenge or setback? Because you talk about the transition. Um, yeah. I know you have a great clients who are um, ranging in sizes from one-on-one to some great corporate clients Um, and you you know you had the gutso to leave the corporate scene and uh, launch your own business but so somewhere in that whole journey um, did you encounter something that maybe Mm -hmm. took the wind out of your sails and I use the sale reference and you know why i'm using that um i have to say um you know i knew it was the right thing to do like i um the word courage i don't know if you know the the source of the word courage it's from the french words coeur, which is heart and rage which is rage so courage is not is about having to do not making a, a, a decision intellectually. It's about you have to do it because it's it. your heart is like you, you've got to do it. You know, there's I have no other choice. I have to do it. That's the way it felt for me. Like I, you know, my heart was in a rage. It's like I have to do this. I, there was no turning back for me. Um, it wasn't hard for me. Um, and I've been super, super, super uh, grateful and lucky um, because of the big network uh, after 25 years on Wall Street. You know, you, you meet a lot, a lot of people and different jobs that I had within there. And um, so I hit the ground running. I mean, I left on a Friday and Monday. I had a full plate of clients. Um, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, you know, yeah. but, but that's, you know, kind of a type A personality thing, right? I mean, that's like most people on Wall Street would probably have all handled it the same way, I think. Um, you know, it's achieve, 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 achieve. Um, and sometimes I think of myself as a, retire, a retired, uh, no, a, a recovering executive, right? It took I like me a that. While, took me a while to kind of say, okay, come, all right, calm down, slow down, slow down, slow down. And um, I think I had my first kind of slow time, you know, this year and, and other coaches laugh at me and say, really, it took you like three and a half years before things slowed down for you. Um, and I was the first time I was like, uh, uh oh, all right. Uh, you know, but I 
I'm a really big believer on, um, you know, you create an intention. I knew exactly, I was very clear what my intention is um, about the success of my company. Um, it's about, uh, you know, my gifts serving others. Um, that's, that's the way I look at it. And I'm just like, my intention is what can I do to, to, to talk to as many people about this as I can, because it's good stuff. If you really believe in your product, in your service, it's not hard to sell it. That is true. Well, looking back at the young Tony Cortez, mm -hmm. what would you tell her? Because, you know, mm -hmm. she started out very differently. And, yeah. you know, she had to have experienced some emotional setbacks as well as mm -hmm. physical. Um, what, what would you reflect? What would your message be to her today? Uh, I think to speak up, I think, um, you know, I, when I decided to go to college, um, and by the way, only because I had this unbelievable high school teacher who changed my life and told me you should be going to college. What? Not me. Anyway. And he literally went to my parents, to my house and he tried to convince my parents. And I mean, he was incredible. Um, Mark Lewis, and he recently passed away. Um, but, um, I was quiet. I was shy. Um, and I am actually, even though people have a hard time believing it, I am really am an introvert. Um, I have, it doesn't matter about just social skill set. It's really about where you need to recharge. And so I, I was really quiet. Um, and then once you get into business world, right, you have to learn to, to, to sell yourself. You have to create a brand and you have to really, um, know how to, how to, how to market yourself, right? You, you, you go from being in school where you get grades and you recognize, you know, you get the pat on the back from the, from your grades. Right. Um, and then you get into the work world and you're like, um, you know, yeah, your work alone is not gonna, is not, is not enough. You really have to speak up and go for it yourself. Yeah. I always say that, you know, my college degree was just, was good enough to get me in the front door. Right. After that, um, it all bets were off yeah. uh, because you were coming into an environment where uh, people had much different experiences than you. And you all had this degree, this this document. Um, what happened after that, uh, as you said, just really depends on what you let happen. Right. So right. exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Very exciting. Okay, great. Wow, I'm, I love this conversation. So what, Tony, would you say absolutely excites you right now? We're <laughs> in a different space. You've, you had three years under your belt before the pandemic hit. Um, a lot of things happened to all of us individually during this time. We've made changes, adjustments, and recognize some things and maybe um, benefited from a lot of other things. But uh, today, what would you say is exciting? Uh, what's ahead? Yeah, thank you. I, I actually, it's pretty timely because uh, for me, what excites me is being live with my parent, with my, uh, with my clients again you know, um, seeing them in person. And I met a few of my clients this week in person and God, did it feel good. 
um, you know, look, Zoom is amazing, right? I mean, could you imagine, if, you know, how what it would have been like if we didn't have, um, you know, kind of video conferencing? But there is nothing like um, getting energy um, from someone else, uh, reading their energy um, in person. So that's what I'm looking forward to. A lot more of that. And, you know, dinners with friends are happening again in the city. And so, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. Many new chapters ahead. Many yeah. new chapters ahead, which, which is exciting. Um, so I'm just really uh, incredibly inspired by learning more about you and just really seeing what you've done with this great practice. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've seen you in action. So I know like... Uh, you really uh, bring everything to the table when you get ready to do something. Um, but what's the most important thing that we should know about you? Oh, um, I think a lot pointing to, to what you said. Um, look, I think... Some people say, oh, what's the secret to your success? I think it's just that I've always loved to learn, right? And um, I, I love learning from books, I'm a big reader, but I love being with people because I love learning about people. I love learning from people. Um, I think one of the best, biggest compliments I ever got was while I was getting my coaching certification, you know, most people were younger than me. No, there were some people in my age group, but most were younger than me. And, um, you know, we spent a year together and um, um, getting to know each other really, really well because we coached each other. And um, one, of, one of the women in the class who was probably, I don't know, early 30s, and she said to me, I, I'm always amazed that you treat me as your equal. And I'm like, what? I didn't, I didn't understand what that meant. I said, what, what do you mean? And she said, like, you have all this experience and yet you always treat me like, you know, you're, I'm your equal. And I'm like, of course you are. I have tons to learn from you. I've learned from, I've learned from my children. I learn from everyone, all right? And then I think it's a great outlook to have in, in hindsight, right? Is everyone's your teacher. I absolutely love that. You know, in fact, I was in a mentoring session the other night, and we really talked about the fact that um, mentoring is not so always what you get from someone. Yeah. It's what you can give. It's yeah. that give get is so important. So just hearing you say like, you know, the magic for me is just really being able to give and learn at the same time. And I think when we have our own blockers and we stop ourselves from seeing that, you know, I may not really know everything. And so um, it doesn't mean I shouldn't pursue something, but I should approach it differently with an yeah. open mind and open eyes or, um, wow. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. So that's great. Um, and, I, you know, I, I see you as just, moving uh, forward channels ahead. I love that your clients have sought you out to uh, reestablish contact. Um, and I think you're getting back out there too in terms of being in front of others. Um, before we wind up today, 
what would you tell women is is most important about supporting other mm. women um, in business? Yes, in life, you know, whichever position you you want to take. But you know, as as a woman, as a an entrepreneur, uh, as a seasoned professional with a career that you pivoted from uh, with great intention. And I love that you said, I set an intention and mm -hmm. that is my North Star. Right. Another great nautical reference. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, it's a really big question for me. Um, if I, you know, from 10,000 feet up in the air, I'm going to say, hey, look, positive energy begets positive energy. You support others, you're going to be supported, if not from them, but somehow it's going to come back. It's like the karma thing. But, you know, I, I work with, you know, part of coaching is you get, you know, you learn a lot about people. And um, um, I would I would say, look, if you if your gut reaction is not to help and support, please ask yourself why, you know, what is it inside of you? What's holding you back? Like what's hurting you? Who hasn't recognized you that you can't give back the same way? There's something blocking you there. And please do look at that with a therapist, with a coach, with a friend, because my goodness, it feels so great. And, you, and everybody knows what it feels great. Like when you give, right? It's so much better to give than receive. And gosh, it's, you're really missing out on a lot really missing out on a lot. And women, I mean, gosh, look at the gifts we have, right? Uh, you know, it's, gosh, we, if, you know, if the world, I really believe if the world was ruled by women, there really would be no wars. I really believe it. Really. I agree with you. We look sort of look beyond the immediate. Um, and I, you know, that's just such a great message uh, to share. Uh, it's really, um, it starts with all of us. It starts with you. So what is it that's keeping you back, holding you back? Um, you certainly did your own examination and didn't let anything hold you back. Um, so my last question is, what makes you smile when you get up in the morning? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm one of those people that always has things planned. Um, unless I'm on vacation, I like to have something planned, but then most of the day, like kind of like let it go wherever it goes. Right. But, um, um, I, what makes me smile is the mix of things I generally have. I have, you know, clients to, to, to help. I have, um, maybe I'm networking, uh, maybe I'm, uh, I'm caring for my elderly aunt. Maybe I get to help her somehow and I get to spend time with my kids or, or you know, it's just the blend um, of things. I like that every day is not the same. Um, some people love every day being the same. It's great for them. For me, I love the diversity of the day. I love the diversity of the day. Amazing. So, Tony. If anyone who's listening to this amazing conversation wants to reach out to you, how can they get in touch with you? Awesome. Thank you for asking that. Um, email is the best. Uh, Tony at force9coaching.com. So that's Tony, T-O-N-I 
at force the number nine f o r c e nine coaching.com and we can't leave or end without you telling us about force nine and where that comes <laughs> <Wondering>. from yeah <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's a it's a nautical term. Uh, I grew up. My father was a fisherman in in Sicily, and um, so I grew up on boats and um, on weekends. And so, Force Nine refers to uh, what's called the Beaufort Scale. It's a wind scale, and uh, Force Ten to Twelve are um, hurricane force winds. So, Force Nine winds are really, really hard. And so for even the, the most expert sailors, you have to rethink how you do things. You can't do things on autopilot. You really have to give it consideration. So that's much like what coaching brings, right? It's the, you know, um, change the way you think, change perspectives, so on and so forth. Well, yeah. Tony, I would say that you are definitely my force nine. Oh, yeah. um, thank I, you. I, totally admired you before uh, even more enlightened and excited that we had this time to dig a little deeper oh, thank talk you about thank what you i feel honored <laughs> you are a wonder woman in business oh, so, and so you. are you Ms. <laughs> oh Absolutely. thank you and it was a pleasure pleasure having this conversation thank today thank you so much for your time and everyone have a great day thank you for you. listening Thank you.